It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Patrick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment. As Morning After continues to not take over the world, the buzz, non-existent, the show critically crapped on the show that is so bad that there's a new show on Sirius XM that is called The, the Morning After. That's the- right, they gave them our name. Hello, Morning After is still here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. For now. For now, now you were guzzling down all the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. It's say with me, boys. More 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 clips. Let's go. We got you covered this hour. We're gonna recap all the happenings <laughs> the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, and no, no, guy no. for the week that was. <laughs> On Channel 82 with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer Ooh. of Mad Dog Unleashed, who had a nice little three-day vacation oh, this week. Oh, yes. wow. Then, of course, Alex Hardy, the producer of Nightcap with George Reister. Every day is a vacation, fellas. Oh, he's loving his life. And then there's, wow, filling in this week for Jared Moore, Scott Messina. The yes! Movies. Hey! As he broadcasts, my uh, appearance. As we broadcast live on Saturday morning as he's babysitting, he's already told me that he can't be very loud. <laughs> He can't laugh much, and uh, there's a baby in another room that could cry at any time. I think Scott forgot that this is a radio show. But uh, way to bring in a ringer there, Babs. <laughs> Nicely done. What do you know about doing a radio show? Come on. Oh! Wow! A little fire there from Scott I to like start it. off. We got to recap the week. And Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog and Lee. She was here for the biggest story oh, in sports sure. this week, and that was Dak Prescott. I'm sure he loved, right, Eddie? He was probably dying to talk about. Oh Dak, my god! Right? He was all fired up, foaming at the mouth. Couldn't wait. Was texting me all night. I can't wait to lead with this. This is the story of the day. Oh baby, what? A layup. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Or the complete opposite happened. He wanted to talk about golf. Or perhaps at 258, he went over the topics and said, Really? This is what I got to do? No interest. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to feel as we listen to this clip how interested Dog really is. I want to scale out of 10. So here we go. The Dog Interest Meter is Mad Dog Chris Russo. Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Dak signed the big deal. He's now a rich, rich man. Four years, 100 and. 61 one, five, four. six, three, four million dollars. Right. Yeah, the big number is no. one twenty, guaranteed at signing. Woo! Man, that going to your direct deposit. Well, that's what Scott got for appearing on Morning After that's today. That's right. That's my bonus. So we'll see what happens. All right, here's the doggy on deck. You're Jerry Jones. What are you supposed to do? You can't let him walk. <laughs> Uh, it does hurt your cap down the road. You're not going to be able to surround him with as many good players as you'd like. And he needs to be surrounded by a lot of good players. He is not a great player. He has not been a difference maker yet for the franchise. They're going to no. hope that uh, he turns uh, out to be just that. Seen the other right now he isn't. Well. Uh, but, you know, again, if you have a quarterback who is pretty good, again, uh, you, know, you have to look at the alternative <laughs> if you decide, decide you want to 
uh, fish and cut bait. I mean, that's as simple yeah. as that. Or, and if you're Dallas, you can't do that. What? You know, you don't have a you know great pick with the draft. You're not going to trade to get up somebody. And now Zach Wilson, the kid out of BYU, is the favorite flavor of the month. Everybody <laughs> seems to love him. Oh, uh, you're not getting cream. him. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and so as a result, what are you going to do? Cookies uh, and cream. Let Prescott Normal. walk. Franchise tag him again. That is why you pay the quarterback the fortune because there's about three to five games a year where the quarterback's yes. got to bail your franchise and your team out and get your ball club a win in a big spot. And that's as simple as that. And wow. from that so, perspective, you know, uh, Prescott <laughs> has really proven that he can do that. We all agree. But that's what you're paying that, the big right. quarterback and paying him all the money to do. Yeah, that's a four and a half. I mean, that's wow, uh, that was, there's not a there's not there's not a lot of interest there. There's not a lot of great stuff. There's not a lot of good takes there. <laughs> wow. Trust me, that was the best cut, Eddie. I think Dak is incredibly overrated. I think this was a bad deal, but I understand that Jerry Jones, he did this to himself three years ago. He should have paid this guy a long-term deal, and then he wouldn't be the number two in all the land when it comes to salary in the quarterback position. But Jerry Jones screwed that up. So this is on Jerry Jones. Now it's like, oh, what's Jerry Jones going to do? Well, yeah, I got to look at the past. I got to think about what Jerry Jones did that led to this moment. And now, Dak, the only way this is a good deal is if he wins a Super Bowl. (laughs) And is he going to do that? Mike, you know what Jerry Jones did here? He did what you did. He kept holding out for a better prom date. He held out. He held out. He And then finally he said, all right, this is who I'm going to the prom with. I couldn't find anyone better. It's what he did. I think it was the other way around. And he he bought high. Your your prom date bought really low. It it was the complete (laughs) other way around. I would have said yes to anyone to go to the prom. (laughs) When uh, Kristen Bartholomew finally went to me, because she got four no's. She got four no's. So she went back to reliable baths. Kristen Bartholomew did not want to take me. She had to. She's Jerry Jones. I'm Dak Prescott. And then what happened at the prom night, she passed out. And uh, (laughs) since she didn't want to hook up with me anyway, I took her share of the prom bus. I took the money from her pocketbook. I oh. mean, come on. There's nothing wrong with that. Why would I pay for the whole thing if I didn't get any? There's nothing wrong with a 78-year-old man digging deep into his <laughs> pockets hoping he can win one more trophy. And anybody that's worried about Jerry Jones's pocketbook clearly doesn't have their affairs in order. Why would Jerry Jones carry a pocketbook, not a wallet? <laughs> what is this? He's like Euro- a satchel. He's European. Is I it a purse? <laughs> Why would Jerry Jones? So Jerry Jones is walking around a pocketbook. That's interesting. Look, you know what? I'm not going to knock it. European carry-on. Or carry-all. I mean, or carry-all. But the Jerry Jones has a purse. Isn't that He's something? a fashion-forward man. We all know this. <laughs> it's not about counting Jerry Jones's money. It's just about overpaying for something that you could have had a lot cheaper. That's all. They yeah, got that- the TV deal. They're printing money. And the cap hit is $15 million dollars oh, whoa 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 too much sports here back it up yeah no cap talk on this show no cap talk we're football guys in it's real football. life in real life is overpaying worth it now when i hear overpaying i always think of like you know something that's worth it yes i've i paid for a high-end escort i paid for a hooker in vegas to me that was worth it no. the money was well spent even though it didn't last long i think it was worth it no we talked about this on morning man with evan and babs weekday six to nine eastern time you know, when Dog took me out to the big steakhouse on the dinner, I got the most expensive steak that I could find. It was a hundred and pay for it. Right. $165 <laughs> steak. I had Wagyu beef. It was great because it was free. If I spent that money, the second I'm leaving that restaurant, oh, all regret. I'm thinking of, hey, why don't I just get a cheesesteak for $10? That steak? Instant is it regret. ever really worth it? Is overpaying for anything worth it in life? No, unless it's going to really appreciate over time. And I mean quickly. You overpaid it's, for that house of yours. You look back now. Do you wish you could have got that for a little less? 
I think so. I hate this house. <laughs> <laughs> My house is going to float away. It's Your house it's is on a river. example. You way overpaid for that house. Your pool is sinking into the ground as we speak, and you have three renters surrounding you. How do you look back on that purchase and go, it was worth it? My neighbor has a nice ass. I mean, so that's the one thing I, I, I look at all wow. the time. No, you are correct. And his name is Frank. He's, he's a great guy. <laughs> um, but you you are correct, though. I just don't think anything in life is worth that overpay. When you it's get not. a bargain and you get something nice and cheap, that's... it always feels amazing, like a win, just like when you get it for free. When you go to that fancy restaurant, that bill at the end is never worth it. The food you would have had could have got you in the same spot, and that's full and to the toilet. Any type of alcohol, why spend so much money on a big bottle of something fancy when, you know what, you could drink the low bottom shelf vodka, the red label, and be just as drunk? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I won't go bottom shelf vodka, but I will go middle shelf. All I right, don't have to drink Belvedere. Not drinking <laughs> Belvedere. <laughs> no. Eddie, you got to try some Svetka. Hey, that is no, delicious. No, there no, are no, things no, floating no, in there. No, oh, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No. The greatest wine in the world, for whatever that cost, it isn't worth it. The discrepancy from the wine in a box. Oh, don't hey, you get put, me started. Oh, Alex Hardy's a California guy. He's a vineyard guy. Oh, you put some boy. ice cubes in there, that wine's going to be just as good oh, as that top God. shelf. Oh, ice cubes. Oh, get out of here. Hey, I once oh, brought... Man, though, Chris Russo had a party at his house years ago, and I and I needed to bring him a bottle of wine, but I was like, this guy's never going to drink it anyway. Who cares? And I brought him cooking wine. You know, the <laughs> supermarket. You know, that's supposed to go on chicken. But Scott Messina, you're raising your hand. What is your question that you'd like to ask? That you don't care about quality? No. Quantity over quality. That goes for anything in life. Especially for me when it came to dating women, it was always quantity over quality. And everyone should be that way in life. You've had some big quantities, too. I saw those winners up in Albany. Yeah, yes, I have. <laughs> everyone needs love, and I was willing to give love to everyone. It didn't matter me what you looked like, as long as you liked me. You have so you, much love to give. Yes. It. As long as you're breathing, it was a swipe right for me. Now, how about Pat McAfee? That guy loves a good deal, huh? Pat McAfee and the boys. Here he is talking about Dak Prescott and a big signing on the Pat McAfee Show. How did they think of that name? Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Dak Prescott agrees to a deal that'll see $126 million guaranteed yeah! him over the Whoa. next four years. A total of $160 million. $75 million of that basically Whoa! being guaranteed just next season. Dak Prescott looked at a contract that said a very large number on it a year ago, years ago and said, Nah, I don't want it. Numbers! He gets franchised. Football. His agent said, that we're getting this money. Hey, don't you worry. We're getting this money. And yeah, Dak's coming off a gruesome injury, but you saw how shitty that team was without him. Oh! Whoa! Language! 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 Oh, there's Pat breaking down the numbers. And, you know, Jerry had to give him the numbers. I want to go back in time. As Evan Cohen said, you can't turn back time. You can't turn back time. But let's see you. Don't sing. Don't sing. If you could turn back time, number one, would you go back to fix the Dak Prescott deal and tell Jerry Jones, hey, man, you're going to gamble on yourself and you're going to lose? Or would you go back to a certain date? <laughs> with certain what? Date. <laughs> I'd go back to when Babs went through puberty. You that was puberty? just right second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still growing, boys. I haven't hit my growth spurt yet. I'm still growing. I still got this itch to prove it. If you could go back to a certain date right now, but you can't guarantee anything that happens today. Like, you can't give me this crap. Well, do I still have my kids? 
Okay. Well, I don't yeah, know. I you went back like in that. time, man. Would you go back and where would you go back to? I'll just go back post children. So I know okay. I have my kids. I got my life already. But I'm going to go back and I'm going to make some shrewd plays in the market. It's an easy one, man. Oh, the Biff Sports oh. Almanac play. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You don't have that almanac. It's what I know now or I just go back I not know. knowing. You don't know a thing. You think then I'm going to let the you point? Go? You think I'm letting <laughs> you go back and do GameStop? You're not, putting anything, you're not putting anything on GameStop. Stop! What's the upside? All right, you have you, know, you have some insight. Me, it just dawned on me what I would go back in time for before morning after was a show. That's when I would. Go. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Scott Messina, I'm looking at right now in Zoom. He wishes we could go back <laughs> I, I, as I, well. My, my, my it's go pretty back, simple too. Yeah. My go back point is always the day Bill Zimmerman called me to take over Mad Dog Unleashed. You want to answer I, the phone? No, I still would go forward, but I would have a huge safety net, and that's where GameStop comes in. <laughs> I'd go back to the night I met my now wife, Bethany, and I'd be in that bar. And I'm telling you, I'd be so horny when I went back, I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, I would still bring it back. Nothing would change. I would still bring it back. I would still do it on the first night. I would still say I'm going to leave her, and then I'm never going to leave her. I would still, oh, God, it's not working, but I have another kid. Nothing would change. Yeah, your time machine sucks. It's the worst time machine ever. Maybe Babs is already living on the best timeline possible. Maybe he's got everything made right now, and he didn't want to go back. You know what? I think Alex hit it. If I went back, can I really duplicate this type of success? Can you get any better than you've already gotten? I mean, this is... You've already hit the lottery. How did this work out? I'd ask you one thing. Are they going to bring the rat? (laughs) Well, that was for my protest, but only three people showed up. But we digress. We digress. All right, how about... Well, Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchuk. That's a reason why, you know, maybe my career has been a success. We talked about Dak Prescott. Prescott, listen to this as we go through a little exercise on Morning Men. And the only exercise that I would do, that's sitting in a chair answering questions. You're telling me no caveat. Simply, do you think they're going to win a Super Bowl? And if the answer is no, any quarterback making a lot of money is on a bad deal, correct? Well, let me just say, before I answer that, if you've already won a Super Bowl, then I feel like you can win again. Do you think that the Packers will win a Super Bowl in the next few years? Yes, I do. No. Sounds really confident. Do you think that the Seahawks will win a Super Bowl in the next few years? I think they can. Do you think the Chiefs will win a Super Bowl in the next few years? Yes, I do. Yes, Do you think the Bucs will win a Super Bowl in the next few years? Yeah, they could. Perhaps. Okay, so so far we have four teams winning Super Bowls in the next three years. Um, (laughs) What do you mean? I'm not making a prediction. I'm not saying these four teams will win. Can that team win? The Steelers will. No. Okay, but he's won a Super Bowl before. Yeah, but, you know, Big Ben is done. No, that's that's, Okay, do you think the Saints will if Drew Brees comes back? No, absolutely not. not. Do you think that wherever Deshaun Watson goes... It's weird, it's like Evan's asking Eddie. No. He's no, never done no. it, though. Your logic no. is so flawed, it's ridiculous. I'm almost Thank impressed you. with how illogical your logic actually is. I'm right on point. It is Always. so illogical Shocking. that I just, I tell you, it's really just, I Jeez. give you credit. Like, Thank I actually you. give you credit for how Thank illogical you. your logic actually is. You know what happens? I tend to forget what I say at the beginning of the sentence, so if you go long enough with the exercise, I don't know where I started. And, I, <laughs> and so you just get lost. And so, yeah, I, sure. I'm not sure. I had this grand statement, but no follow-ups. That's the key. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most illogical thought, though, that you can convince me is logical? I oh my god! Yes, that's a sock. That's a what? sock. You just oh. blew your nose in a sock. Oh. All right, that's the most illogical thing that I, <laughs> that I think actually could make. Why does you, did you, did you hear the part where Eddie said it's dirty, therefore it's okay <laughs> you to can blow your nose put into your anything? Nose on it? So let me get this straight. You wear tidy whiteies for an entire day. You wear your boxes, that, whatever it is. That's where I draw the line. Oh, I that's where you draw the line? Uh, so you would, no, honestly, you would wipe your nose? I would with use your... a t-shirt. I would use a sock, the top of it. What? 
This is unbelievable. What if it's an ankle suck? Then I wouldn't use it. Use what about a shirt with pit stains? Now, Hold you've on. been sweating it Hold all on. day. Hold on, Mike. You're the guy that cleans up with shirts, and you're worried about me blowing my nose in a T-shirt? Do you really want to align with me? Uh, <laughs> my point is, this this phony outrage you're showing all of a sudden is, is, phony. Oh, is startling. I, I just startling, find it, really. I just find it interesting that you would blow your nose in a sock and say, well, it was dirty, and it's going to be washed anyway. I understand that your handkerchief is always covered in boogers. Well, how bad so do I, your socks smell? That you oh, they stink. Actually, I'll use my sock for something else. I got a stiff sock under the bed, but I mean, I've never seen a man blow his nose with his sock. I was going to say huh? that my most logical thought is ice cream is not food. It's a dessert, but I think Eddie just won. His it is most dessert. logical thought. <laughs> it is dessert, right? And not food. There, thank of course you. Not. Mo- the most illogical thought is that you could blow your nose at anything food, dirty, dude. and since it's dirty, it's going to be completely fine. I don't inhale when I put the item over my face. I don't go, oh, wow, and then blow out. No, it's... <laughs> Blow out, get rid of it. I mean, what are we talking about here? You know what? I, I can't wait to. Next time I sneeze, I'm going to reach into the hamper and turn my wife's underwear. <laughs> you were going to do sorry, that anyway. Honey. You were going to do gonna that do anyway. That. But now I have an excuse. Hey, I was just blowing my nose, honey. How about Adam Shine? Uh, he blows his nose into his socks. Here he is talking about Dak Prescott. Finally, 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 finally. After twenty four months of finally. adjectives of negotiations, after all the airspace, <laughs> finally the deal is done. And make Clear no for mistake, landing, it is a huge monster win for Dak Prescott. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. There wow, wow, wow. Were you at the wonder aloud during this process? Wow. This was ever going to happen. Finally, the deal is done, and I just can't get enough of the Dak Prescott story here. Dak I can't Prescott get enough. <laughs> bet on Dak story for years, plural, and one. <laughs> Big time. Two, this is absolutely <laughs> sensational. <laughs> wait a minute. I love the Dak Prescott story. Guys, I can't wait to take you a couple uh, front row seats. A Dak Prescott story. <laughs> debuting. Would anybody really give a crap? I just want to watch football. The Dak Prescott story. Oh, boy. He got finally got paid. He gambled on himself. Would there be anything <laughs> in life right now where you would actually react like Shine and go, finally, it happened. I mean, sex is the obvious one. That's clear. I don't know if I would even react like that if my wife goes hey let's do it what i finally i've been waiting my whole life for this this is amazing is there anything now in life that's pretty much my reaction every time this show ends <laughs> finally it's over a three-hour i taping. can get my weekend on oh wait a minute it's live what are you talking about it's live when my wife says, you know what, I've decided I'm going to be leaving the house again. I'm going to go back to work. We're going to put Billy Babs in daycare. Oh. It's going to be a- finally everybody's oh. out of the house. Second the baby income. in daycare, wow. the second income, the job. Oh, finally. Oh, all I want in this house is peace and quiet. You know, it's nice out. I was sitting outside and I was feeling great, getting some sun. And, and then I realized, you know, the problem with going outside is the whole family wants to go outside, too. And everybody comes with. You. I just want peace and quiet. To gaze while drinking and listening to alternative rock. So what about you? Is so noisy. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> it so really noisy. is. The one or two times a week I talk to you to go over this stupid show <laughs> and the noise and it's unbelievable. Is Not it- even an exaggeration. No matter what time of day it is, there's just chaos in the background. <laughs> chaos. And then it always ends with, all right, I got to go. Beth's looking at me.
I gotta go. <laughs> I, gotta <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's the, the, the I don't want to talk in front of her. She just assumes that I'm sleeping with everyone. But God, um, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're now in this case with Eddie, she's terrible, right. But terrible. she's right. She's right. <laughs> your your, your no. existence is as bad as you've advertised. I this is a playground at all times here, okay? And it's a God. playground with a lot of injuries. Some losers. I mean, some people out there were actually <laughs> screaming, "Finally, that hockey has returned to ESPN." You know these hockey heads. Now I'm gonna get a, a whole bunch of hate mail by a whole bunch. I mean, maybe two tweets, maybe one that I'll end up retweeting. But hockey is headed back to ESPN and that theme song. We all know it. Is that the best theme song in sports? I don't know. We talked about it. Evan Cohen threw out their Thursday night football, which is really underrated. But I'm going to give you mine right now. This is what happened on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchak. Best sports theme song. Mine is going to be, look, you know where my true passion love is. It's for college basketball. And I love on a Saturday, you know, getting ready to watch Vern and the guys and the onions, dude. The onion guy. And college basketball. Yeah, college basketball on CBS. There's nothing better. Oh, the pageant tree. Coming at you live from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for college basketball. Why we're on a racetrack, I don't know. But here we are. Mm. You love it so much, you're on a speedway. Mm. All right, yep. Coming Look out, Scion, here comes a car. Be careful. Mm. Coming at you live. Motor Speedway with a player that's in the NBA. A college basketball live. game with Vernon Raft. Oh, my God. Uh, Vernon such a pageantry. That would be oh a good game. God. And, uh, Motor, Motor Speedway. Motor Speedway. Oh, it brings oh you right God. back. Oh, it brings oh you right God. Back. <laughs> Wouldn't that make for a better tournament? Dodging, I mean, dodging of course, cars. you bring back Zion. I mean, onions. I mean, oh, my God. If there was a theme song for uh, Mike Babchick, what would it be? I'm kind of getting Gilligan's Island vibes because I feel like we're marooned and stranded while doing Morning After. You know what? Morning After, a three-hour <laughs> show. A three-hour <laughs> show. <laughs> if you people only know. What do you mean? We do it live. It's only one hour. It's a- what about you, Scott Messina, the Moose? Creep by Radiohead. You want to hear these lyrics here of the chorus? But I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. I wish I was special. (laughs) A lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about the Royals, Oprah, and Grandpas. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes! Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 82, as we recap the week that was with my friends, or wasn't, uh, the best sound of the week, uh, broken down by my buddies. Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now. For now. For now. Alex Hardy, producer of uh, George Reister's Nightcap. And there is uh, Scott Messina, the man in the basement. Scott Hi, M- buddy. Scott Mutesina, Mutesina, yeah. who uh, sits on hold uh, for an extended period of time <laughs> on bro, uh, morning. Hey, man, I had a lot to drink last night, Friday night. All right, <laughs> here we go. How about man, Doug Chris Russo, who really okay. broke down the hot topics in sports this week. He had a couple days oh, yeah. off, but what did he want to talk about more than anything? Okay, outside of Bay Hill and uh, oh, how, he, how he still doesn't believe in uh, Bryson DeChambeau, his big topic of the week, the Royals. He loves the Royal oh, family. God. He loves talking about Megan. He didn't know her name either. He kept calling her. He was calling her something else, uh, but Megan, it wasn't Megan Megan, Markle. Megan, Markie, Mark. And Prince Harry.
Harry. Or Brandon so, <laughs> Prince yeah. Harry. Yeah. So he was really into that. This is what I had to do Tuesday. I was looking for someone from London who actually covers the royal family. I think I probably tried to book like the Adam Schefter of the royal family. Yeah. And no, no, he ignored me. Brian Winhurst doesn't cover the royal family. <laughs> um, he's not all over it. A little tea and crumpets. I shot too high and we got nothing. So he had to just comment. On I haven't me. shot high in years. Not since I was 25. <laughs> and now it just dribbles out. Uh, but yes, Compelling. you have Mad Dog Chris Russo, who of course loves to break down a good interview and he loves the royal family. And here he is critiquing Oprah because why not? He's done a lot of these, you know, well, actually, he has done a lot of interviews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? He actually has done a lot. He's made his living doing yeah. interviews. You know okay. what? He actually has. So here we go. Mad yeah. Dog critiquing okay. Oprah. The other thing about Oprah, though, on Sunday night, and let's What's do the her first, first thing? CBS paid her a fortune, and, you know, it's her company everything else. Boy, oh, boy. She Great had cut. many a chance, many, many a chance to Seven sort of do a follow-up in a big scenario and just to get big to the scenario. bottom of something. Big and she did. The bases were loaded, Oprah. Did what did you do? Harry <laughs> on the spot, oh boy. a little awkward moment, which is what you want. A little awkward moment for about 20 seconds. Getting the interview is something oh. that nobody else can Poor get. Baby. So she deserves great credit for that. But oh, Oprah, credit. if she tells credit. you, yeah, I married him. I really know what I was getting. What are you, an idiot? Come on, Oprah. You kind of asked that question. There's about 20 <laughs> staff <laughs> members. He should have said who that. Been, who what are you, an there, idiot? Who working Imagine Oprah said that. Meghan Markle. What years are you, and years and years and years and years. Many, and by the way, my grandfather was a guard at the Buckingham Palace forever. Did you guys know that? I never. Met That's him. a lie. That is That's a lie. You know, by the way, who's, who's going to follow up? Who's going to check on the that? crown? It's all about Charles and Diana. I mean, they make Charles out to be the worst guy in America. I'm sure he's not happy, and he's such America? a weenie anyway. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's very, very, very. But where does he rank? Why does that English? matter? I mean, they make Charles out to be a complete weenie. They make him out to a be what? a weenie. A, a weenie? And, and A weenie? All right, so Prince <laughs> Charles made out to be the worst guy in America. He's totally fine. He just doesn't have to take a trip to America. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. mean, he's living out there in England. And do they love Stay him there? Stay over on the other side of the pond. Don't travel. <laughs> hey, don't go to the Jersey Shore this vacation, <laughs> Prince Charles. The worst guy in America. Totally fine in uh, Great Britain and England and all the places there. But what did Doug want Oprah to ask? Like, ah, Prince Harry, how do you have a job how do you have a job uh, his big uh mike milbury moment <laughs> uh queen marcus the buckingham palace league kick her out of the buckingham palace league but his grandfather worked at the buckingham palace as one of the people that could not speak maybe that's yep. what happened you have a grandfather who didn't say a word and what does that lead to a grandson who doesn't shut up i mean is that <laughs> it he's just making up for lost time with grandpa who just sat there at the Buckingham Palace? <laughs> Can you imagine it that? Into, by the way, I never met him, but he worked there. You can't even do anything. You can't hum. You can't sing. Smile. Yeah, my wife this week started screaming at me. Hey, shut up! And I'm like, what do you mean? What are the kids? No, shut up down there. Stop whistling <laughs> and being so happy. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. So, I'm you're a Buckingham Palace guard. You can't whistle at all. And by the way, my grandfather was in pawn. Did you know that? Uh, no. No. <laughs> really? I, wow. I must have missed that <laughs> one. Jeez. Oh, I never brought that up before, but I thought I'd slip that in. All right. Oh, how that, about. That comes with that line of work. Yeah! Now, speaking of one of the worst guys in America, uh, Oprah Winfrey got an exclusive interview with one of the worst guys, but he's beloved apparently across the pond in Great Britain. So here we go. This is an exclusive. It was on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. That's right. Here are some clips of the next big Oprah interview. Who is having that conversation with you? That's my mother. With you about? About Hanch Central Station. What? 
she encouraged me to discover <laughs> myself. What was that conversation? Awkward. Can you tell us what the question was? Why did you give the dog my birthday? You could have given the dog anybody's birthday. You chose to give him my birthday. Did you make Kate cry? Can dogs even cry? Katie the dog, that wasn't crying. That was slobber after she was gnawing on a shoe. So where did that come from? Came from Susan Babchick, my mother. Just blasting me to her hairdresser. <laughs> By the way, is the same age as her. Shouldn't she go to someone whose hand doesn't shake while cutting hair? So you just said that your dad stopped taking your calls. Why did he stop taking your calls? Because he's upset that on morning man I told the story of him Jack. taking a dump on a golf course and he wiped his butt with a bunch of leaves. Revealing your father asked you to put it in writing. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. had to put Very it in writing revealing. at the age of 17 that I would not do drugs. And that night, I actually rolled up a oh, joint with I that wish paper I see that and night. smoked that piece of paper. And your brother relationship? Much has been said about that. Great. Everybody oh. wants to talk about oh, Paul. Yeah, what can oh. I say? My parents loved him more than me, yeah, and he's smart and takes care of him, and they make him a grilled cheese. Do I sound bitter? No. What is your relationship with her? My relationship with my wife, I think, is good. But no follow ups, and don't ask her that same question. Do you think there ever will be? And would that make a difference to you? Yes, I think me and my wife will have sex again. She what? said no more sex until Flag Day, which was a good strategy in her part because I have no idea. What day is Flag Day? There was a confrontation over the dresses. Yeah, I wanted her to take her dress off. And she said, no, I'm keeping my dress on. Maybe at a wedding it wasn't appropriate to get naked, but I thought we were in it together. And I was the only one no, naked. Interesting. So sorry to hear that. So what do you say to the people who say you came here, you made these multi-million dollar deals and that you were just money grabbing royals. I would say don't ask me about the royals. I don't know anything about baseball. <laughs> now the deals I made weren't multi-million dollar deals. You know, you fix my pool, I'll retweet you. Did you blindside the queen? Absolutely not. I love Queen Fal Debbie. I would never do anything to blindside her. Nobody would except for Blind Jim. Blind Jim might. Did that. you leave the country? <laughs> no, I didn't leave the country. Uh, Albany is upstate New York. I left Albany <laughs> University after six years. So in conclusion, if you had the support, you'd still be there? Yes. Seven-year seniors get laid. And that's what it's all about, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah, boy, that's a big one there. I don't know if... Well wow. done. Wow. I don't know. Dog gets over, to put some effort. Whole thing. No criticism <laughs> from Dog on that one. It was a lot of follow-ups there. Dog should be happy. I'm not sure if he... Oh, that Babchick, what a weenie. What a weenie he is. <laughs> 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 now, one of the big stories this week was the NBA All-Star Game in that slam dunk contest, three-point contest. But one of the questions that I had this week was, was Steve Torrey into the game? Uh, Steve Torrey, Mad Dog Daily, weekday 6 p.m. Eastern time. Should I watch the All-Star Game? Should I not watch the All-Star Game? Do I care or do I not care? Triple A, Mad Dog 6. Here's Steve. Did I watch? But here's a fact. I'm 57 it? years old. 57. I'm, 57. I'm married. I got three kids. One out of college. One working. Uh, Should I one be married? One a senior in college. Maybe I watched it. And my well, youngest bumps. is going to be 17 next month. I, I mean, I got a lot going on. I mean, I'm running a channel. I'm hosting a show. Not to mention life getting in the yeah. way. So for me to invest hmm. in an entire night into the NBA All-Star Game. That's a lot. It's just not it's happening. A big ask. I, and, and I certainly don't want to make it seem like, you know, I have to convince everyone that, you know, my generation was better than yours, which the guy who's on uh, before me, weenie. the 62-year-old Christopher Mad Dog Russo, often does. You know it if you listen to mm -hmm. him. But, I, you know, I look, I mean, I watched the All-Star Games in the late 80s and the early 90s when they cared to guard every now and oh, then. Boy. And, you know, the NBA All-Star Game, as for the last 15 years for me, been a non-watch. I'm just very little interest. I just, I just, I'm not into I'm it. You, Steve. It completely bores me to no end. So maybe I won't watch the game. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what to do. I mean, you, you guys tell me. Should there be an All-Star Game? Should there be a three-point line? I actually think that they should remove the three-point line. 
Don't you I think agree. that it should actually be at the half court? That should it's be the three-point line. Yeah, that's it's right. It's gotten too easy. Everything goes in. The, and raise the basket for the dunk contest. It's 10 feet. Make it 15. No, put <laughs> it put it on a truck that's moving on the highway and have them try <laughs> to the dunk highway. there. Are, are you coming up with another basketball event at the uh, Indy Motor Speedway? <laughs> well, I think it sounds like Tori's on board with uh, the moving back of the basket there. Hey, Tori would. Well, <laughs> I, I just got a text. Clearly was not meant for me. It says, you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. That's from Tori. So clearly Steve Tori texted the wrong person and it ended up here. So we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to get into that at some point. Oh, wow. Steve Tori sending the wrong text to the wrong person. huh? That would never happen. Not, not like, you know, this week or anything. Tori texted Evan and Babs that this show sucks and he meant to send it to somebody else. That's Tori. No, that would never. Hey, Tori, maybe you shouldn't have gummies with your oatmeal. Maybe stick to blueberries. You know, maybe, maybe that'd be a little easier to focus on who, who you're texting. I mean, that's all I'm saying. What's Steve's biggest enemy? Reply all. Technology. Or just the text message. Technology in general. Reply all. He's rough, too. He had to reply all this week. He sent a text that, you know, he wasn't supposed to send. That's clear. The classic, I'm talking about this person, and then I send it to this person. You know, that one. That old gag. But he had to reply all, too, to, like, all of sales, where he was like, thanks, David. And the person wrote back, David's my last name. <laughs> but thanks, actually, Tori. You know- You're welcome, Tori, Steve. But the reply all is dangerous. I had a few of those. Uh, not as many as Tori, who uh, maybe never reply all again, Steve. I think we've been through it enough where you should just maybe never do it again. But I had one. I was trying to uh, get a guest for uh, Michigan. I emailed Michigan, and I said, you know, I'd love to get Brady Hoke on the show. Now, instead of... Um, oh, this, is, e- this happened recently. That's the last time I tried to book a guest. Instead of emailing... <laughs> Um, the guy who was the head of the PR, I emailed all of Michigan. I replied all to the massive <laughs> Michigan list. I was getting all types of the emails. directory. One guy's like, hey, can you book me a studio for Tuesday? And, uh, oh, that's and great. Another guy sent me his resume. I mean, oh, this was, I don't need all of Michigan knowing my <laughs> information. Great. All right, speaking of the three-point contest, there was this story on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. I peed all over myself today again. This was oh, weird. This morning, if you don't pee all over yourself, you got problems. That's my theory. You know, I was on the phone with you yesterday. You heard my wife screaming. Which right? My wife was, like, yelling. <laughs> <laughs> my, wife, my wife, she's always screaming. That's because she sat in just pee. My, my son, I don't even know if he lifted up the top toilet seat cover. Like, he just peed every. <laughs> there was just pee all over the place. He, for whatever reason, pees from the side. I mean, he's nine. Don't you have to pee straight on? Well, no, you know what? He's watched Where enough Rockets pee? games that he's like, P.J. Tucker has made a career out of these corner threes. I'm going to now do corner pees. That's what's got, you know, Kenny Smith, I heard him. He was commenting on how, you know, yeah, he does the right. And then Dwayne Wade was saying, no, he's, he's standing from the right spot over there from the side. And Kenny's like, no, he's not. Why would that matter? Go stand. The money ball is in the center, Joey Babchek. Why are you peeing from the he's side? For, he wanted to pee for the Mountain Dew ball. He's standing all the way back yeah, by the shower. Yeah, he's in the shower. He's just letting it out. Well, they might as well pee in the drain then at that point. But he's not winning any three-point contest. And he said he always misses. Yeah, the real problem is daddy pees in the sink or a bottle. So we got some issues. No matter where we go with this family, like I could take my son down the block to his friend's house and he'll go, you going to bring the cup? Because one time I had him pee in a cup. And now every time we go anywhere, he go, you going to bring the cup? Well, just in case you have to.
to pee. Hey, Joe, use the toilet before we leave, okay? I know it was cool peeing in a cup while Daddy was driving, but the problem is that was also my iced coffee cup. All right, that I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to keep. You washed it out, Scott. I washed it out. Yeah. And now here's Pat McAfee from the Pat McAfee Show as he teases what's coming up next on Morning After. We got one minute. Let's is a tease. Uh, the tease would be stadiums are back. Oh, what? let's go! Forty thousand yeah. people at Rangers Park in Texas for opening day. Oh, it's just Texas, so nothing really happened. <laughs> oh no! Damn, man. Nice. Oh, it was no. just Texas, guys. <laughs> Stadiums, we're back, football guys. Yeah, yeah, we got no power, no electricity. It's Texas. That's what we do. We're, we're on back. our own grid. We beat it. Oh, no. Just Texas. Just Texas. And no, we didn't beat COVID. The day we beat COVID is the day that we're all sitting at a strip club together again. And that day is coming. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. As we're going to talk about sleep, erections, and do I really have to say anything else? I mean, I'd want to come back for that. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week, recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, hmm. uh, yes. So welcome back yes. to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM Channel 82 with my friends Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, and hmm. Jared Moore, who decided to eat Alex Hardy and Scott Messina for breakfast. He's our man Campbell guy. <laughs> yeah. God football. Jared's in, baby. I love how Jared replaces two people. Uh, that that makes sense. But ah, uh, Jared's here. He's back, man. How you feeling, Jared? I hate everyone involved in the show. Right <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Eddie hates everybody. Can, Get out of here. I concur. Eddie's the most loving, peaceful guy there no, is. Sure. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> oh boy, a lot happened this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio with all the sports and everything leading up to the big NCAA yeah, tournament. Sports. And of course, on a big week like this, Mad Dog Chris Russo was only on for two out of the five days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm on a big oh, week like thank this. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. He's so happy. Oh. What do you mean? You haven't been texting him, FaceTiming him all throughout his vacation? Uh, no. As he, Keeping your distance, as he, as he said to me, what will you be doing on your days off? And my exact answer was not talking to you, and I hung up. That is That answer is correct. That's the number one answer on the board. Uh, so Doggy was off, so you had to bring in the big guns. Patrick Mawa from The Wrap, weeknight, 7 p.m. Eastern time, filled in on Unleashed with... Danny Cannell, you know, we're talking college basketball, college football. Everything's good in the world. A lot of gambling. Why would we be talking about college football? That didn't make any sense. So maybe a lot of gambling. So you guys have to hear how this show started the other day with Patrick and Danny Cannell. They were all fired up. At least Patrick Mawa was. It turns out no one knew where Danny Cannell was. The show starts <laughs> at 3.02 p.m. Eastern time. So now I'm going to play wow. you a clip from when Danny first shows up around 3.12 p.m. Hmm. Eastern time. Listen to this. DK, what's crazy? Kraken. 
What's going on, man? How are we doing? <laughs> it's been a know? while since we have been together. Hold on. Don't just gloss over the fact that you casually slide in <laughs> 10 minutes into the show. What the hell were you doing? I, I'm embarrassed to tell you. I don't, and I, I know that Steve Torrey, my old partner and our boss, is probably listening right now. I don't want to get him too upset. It's been a rough go of it. Been a little busy. I closed my eyes <laughs> for a couple minutes. You literally uh, slept the, on the show. I slept through the start of the show. Wow. <laughs> and you know what is unbelievable oh my God. is the fact that it wasn't like an hour. I was looking at my iPad, kind of researching some stuff, you know, looking. I was reading like ESPN.com. Not at all. Sports porn, news, porn. And just kind of was like, yeah, I'm going to close my eyes just for a second. And I thought I had set an alarm. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the AM PM thing. Sure. AM PM, man. AM PM. Two forty-two uh, did not happen. Uh, did not no, no, it off. wasn't AM PM. What was it? <laughs> That's why it wasn't in the marathon with the T. He gave hot tea at the end. <laughs> what happened to Danny Cannell? He dozed off. Why I mean, separate the, like, knob? Why separate knob? Why? Why? <laughs> Danny Cannell, you heard it right there. Wow. He was looking at the iPad. He was looking at some sights, a little X-rated, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So take a little nappies and then maybe wore himself out. But Danny Cannell, he overslept. When was the last time you guys overslept? I think the last time uh, I overslept. For this show. I overslept for it. <laughs> Actually, that's yeah, why that's I showed right. up in the middle of segment two. <laughs> Wait, that's right. Jared overslept. That's what the thing was. Jared was late because he was sleeping. He was looking at the site. You know, I've overslept on morning after. Many times I've woken up at 10 a.m. And, hey, the show's on and over with? Whoa. You just sleep through. It's, it's different. Right. Good point. You just sleep through it. My last overslept story, and you guys give me mine. Wait, you guys give me you yours. You guys give me mine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be tough for you to give me mine. You don't give me yours. I was on a train. I went out for uh, the great uh, Cavino and Rich. Uh, there was a big party um, at Sirius XM or at a you know adjacent bar. Oh, that's Evan right. Cohen, I was there. Justin Termini. We had a great time together. I stayed longer than everybody else. Of course you of did. Course. <laughs> I wore out my welcome. Everybody couldn't stand Shocking. me. I was drinking like crazy, and uh, I took the train home. The last train, Metro North in New York City. There's only there's the last one's one fifty. Oh, the next one's yeah. five a.m. And I barely caught that one fifty train. And that's the drunk train. I mean, everybody's you know showing their boobs and lifting up their skirts of course i got somebody eating street meat next to me so i didn't look out but then maybe in a different car fell asleep i actually woke up by hitting this person's shoulder i'm like oh my god i'm sorry i'm like what stop is this and he's like oh uh next up you know danbury connecticut what like, what <laughs> next stop was willoughby and uh, <laughs> i don't live in connecticut i live in new york i was about an hour and a half away from my home. I was almost at the last stop of the train. And then I got out. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. That's how long it took. I get out. There's nobody there. Oh. I go for my cell phone. No battery. What do you do? 3 a.m. Nobody's there. Didn't Matchbox 20 make a song about that? It's 3 a.m. and I'm stuck on a train station. Station way. Yeah, something like that. I, I think <laughs> literally the lyric is, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. You were lonely at a, a train stop in Danbury with no cell phone battery. I tried to wave down a car. I went back to the station and I slept there until like 5 a.m. When I woke up to a car pulling in and it was a cop car and he called me a cab. How about How that? much was the ride home? It was at least 80 bucks. Ugh. It was something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. So it, it, pretty expensive night. And I actually had the cab driver pull over to vomit. So <laughs> all in all, it was a win. It's a what win. a win. What but a night. Was... <laughs> Isn't it always amazing, too, when you do pass out on a train and you're holding a beer and the beer stays in your hand? There's what something the about that. 
I don't know. There's muscle memory. <laughs> it knows that that beer is important, even though you're passed out. Now, how about JT the Brick, Brick at Night? That's the guy who knows a lot about drinking, and he would never pass out on a train. That's a man. Here's Brick at Night. <laughs> He's a real man. Weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time, talking about a lion. There's been a mountain lion, and... <laughs> I wasn't really I paying attention to it until on the news they had breaking news and Maybe they showed the mountain lion and it was just a couple of roads over from my house. So oh. we're we're now letting our dog the out. Backyard remember, brick. my dog came into the top four of the Mad Dog Sports Radio contest. <laughs> top four? Weren't and there only we five made dogs? Sure that our dog, we let our dog in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, that was we kind yeah. of Bill Zimmerman had 12 the of them. But now the mountain lion's in my head because <laughs> I'm doing the show from home, and it would kill you. I mean, if this mountain lion, man, this is the real deal. So yeah. I don't know what Babcheck thinks about this, if he can get it on the BBW, but ah. I got a mountain lion. <laughs> we can. And he's around. So we got to make sure every night that when we look out and we shut the lights off in the backyard brick, there's no mountain lion with these big eyes staring back at us because he's a beauty, man. I said, let Babs know and how this could Ooh, affect me? backyard brick. So, Jared, I don't know if you never hear from me again if this mountain lion comes out of nowhere. JT the Brick is telling the world if he gets swallowed whole by a lion, someone tell Babcheck. <laughs> That he can't visit for backyard brick. He's thinking about me in his time of like despair. A lion's facing him. Somebody tell Babcheck! <laughs> hey, I want him to know the Modellos won't be waiting for him. It's JT Brick, baby. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's him. not checking with my wife, checking no, with the kids. You know, my parents. No, it's checking with Babcheck because he can't come over and enjoy the Modellos by the pool. <laughs> Besides your neighbors, do you have any other wild animals patrolling your backyard <laughs> or anything? My children. <laughs> and my children and my neighbors. <laughs> Children, your neighbors, nothing. That's it. I've had a lot of animals die on my property. I had a skunk. I had a rabbit. I had a squirrel. Multiple dead mice in the pool. Yeah, you know what the amazing thing is? All these animals dying of natural causes just from being around the Babchick family. Jeez. Just from being around. That scent will kill you. Oh, man. All right, it's time now for the dog mess of the week. And this week, it was all about me making a mess. Or did I? All right, let's listen to this clip oh, right I? here, courtesy of Morning Man. <laughs> You're not sure? With Evan Cohen <laughs> and Mike Babchick. According, according to sources <laughs> close to me. Ed over here lied on a big sales call yesterday Ed, you um, to try to get free stuff. Never. There was no lying. Yeah, I was on a call yesterday where I thought I was the only one from uh, the programming <laughs> side of things, where I thought it was just like Babchick from Morning Men. We started talking about this great product, uh, Roman, that helps Roman. people out with ED. They like when you bring up the fact that you want to try the product. And, First um, person endorsement. My father, uh-huh. my father uh-huh. has... Erectile dysfunction, which is you know not something Jack. I don't know if he wants knowing out there, but um, now, I know I don't want to know about it. Now everyone knows that he, you know he can't get uh, the morning wood. You rather so can my father get some pills? Because then we could talk about my father's experience on the show. <laughs> and then I realized as I was surfing their um, website that they have um, wipes for uh, premature ejaculation. Which I have suffered from that as well. So I said, hey, by the way, you know, being the open person that I am, I said, you know, I've had those issues where, you know, you want to go a little longer and, and you don't. So and I think we all have it. And um, this is literally could the you send me some of those wipes? All of a sudden I hear a voice that's familiar at that point when I said, please oh, send boy. it. And I have this issue and I want to last longer. And all of a sudden I hear a booming voice from over the top. It says, why don't you just buy him yourself, Mike? <laughs> and that's when he realized that Eric Fenton was on the call, another producer for another show. I don't know if I would have done all that 
if I knew that. And then I was like, what the, Eric? What are you doing here? And then I heard them say Eric at the front, but I was like a minute late into the meeting. I heard them say Eric. I thought right. that was it's either Eric. It's not an uncommon name. It could have been anybody at that point. It could have been anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I, I'm like, how many other people are on this call? I'm like, oh, yeah, Eric. Well, yeah, no, I'm good. How you doing, buddy? And so then I ran to my email, and I'm checking to see who else is on here. And I don't know if I would I would have done that. Maybe I would have taken it offline and um, wrote an email offline because I still would have asked for the product. Because then after that, it was a big conversation of, can we send him the pills? Does he need a medication? Your father's oh going to have God. to fill out a survey. We might have to see your father. <laughs> survey? And oh, then... Only and then you. there was a big conversation of, what's your address, Mike? Because we are going to send you these um, wipes for your premature ejaculation <laughs> issue. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, there you go. The great people at Roman and half of Sirius XM that was on that call oh, with me talking about premature ejaculation. Oh, ah, there you, you go. I mean, you accidentally use that wipe on your face? Like you just grabbed the wrong wipe. I think then the face gets kind of frozen. Does it numb right? your face. It numbs the face, and next thing you know, you're trying to drink, and there's this water pouring. Just pouring des- all out does it desensitize you. your face? Desensitizes. Yeah, you could drop a cinder block on my area, and I'd be just fine. I wouldn't feel a thing. I wouldn't feel a thing. So you can punch me in the face left and right. Roman, it's fantastic. Got great products. Does my wife want me to use these wipes? Doesn't my wife want it to be as short as possible? If we do do what it, if Beth does goes she numb. want me to go any longer? Like a residual effect. <laughs> Beth has gotten numb a long time ago. <laughs> There's no feeling down there for years, she claims. She claims. she actually retired her vagina years ago, but she doesn't want me going from one minute to five. Oh so, yeah, I, I didn't realize that other people were on the call, so oops. All right, Steve Torrey, how do we do today? So that's, uh, we, we made it. <laughs> Woo-hoo. This Woo-hoo. is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Woo-hoo. Oh, that's it. Another episode of Morning After in the Books. I want to thank Eddie Erickson, Jared Moore, Alex Hardy, Scott Messina, and of course the Toilet Bowl Club, TBC. That's our big fan club. They listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader. It tells me we're huge in Sweden and Scotland. They're big fans of Eddie. They call him We Eddie. I believe, and they love to eat the Swedish bread. Uh, Juicy Pousse, while listening to the show, seriously, Google that. That's a Swedish bread, Pousse. Who say so? Dive right into that oh, one. Oh, sure. And also, pool foul. He got his first flush last week. So, congrats to him. Make sure you tweet at me at Babchick and let me know what you want to hear on the next Mike Babchick's Morning After. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.